Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello and welcome to another Toonami pre-flight. Today we're in studio. Which one is this? 2B? Something? B, uh, studio B. You'll notice our eyeline is a little different. Uh, yeah. Frequent viewers of Toonami pre-flight. <laughs> Instead of looking like this to the TV, yeah, we look like just this. just looking sideways, we're looking directly like we should be normally. Yeah. But in the other studio, we can't do that. Yeah. And this TV is a Samsung instead of a Westinghouse. Uh, oh, okay. Move it up in the world. Yeah. Nice. Samsung better than Westinghouse, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Traditionally speaking. <laughs> Sorry, Westinghouse. Uh, so today we're going to today we're gonna be talking about the classic film Vampire Hunter D. It's a very spooky Toonami pre-flight today, pre-Halloween. Yeah, it's a spooky pre-flight. And we're going to be talking about uh, some of our favorite horror movies that have been released this year so far. I and should this we, year. We've got some other stuff. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so first up is, of course, the classic Vampire Hunter D. The movie you rented at Blockbuster when yeah. Akira was out. Or For, I mean, yeah, we should preface all this. So there's a lot of younger people... Well, there's not a lot of any people. There are some younger people watching who will be like, what the hell, Vampire Hunter D? Or will have heard of it but not watched it. We olds uh, of a certain age, when anime was harder to get in the U.S., Vampire Hunter D was one of about ten different movies that you found that you could find in any video store. Yeah, that was the anime section. Yeah, so Vampire Hunter D, for a lot of people of our generation, will be one of the first anime you've seen, one of the first, like, adult uh, anime that you had been able to watch. Um, and that's true for both of us. But Vampire Hunter D was one of the ones that I rented, um, you know, going to the blockbuster anime section. Japanese cartoons or Japanimation yeah, Japan section. Animation. And... Um, so it came out in what year? 85. And it's a pretty, it's actually a fairly low budget film, um, but but it's pretty violent and it's pretty... Uh, yeah, it was an OVA. Yeah. So it's a, even a little better than, it's still not movie quality, but better right. than TV series, but it's still the 80s. So it's, Yeah. And uh, it was directed by the guy who did Fist of the North Star, right? Yeah, Toyo Ishida. Yeah, and uh, it's very similar in that Vampire Hunter D is sort of wandering the wastelands, and he runs into a, a young woman who he saves. Yeah, he's a vampire. A vampire. He's basically Blade. I mean, essentially. Yeah. Blade this, is basically Vampire yeah. Hunter D. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Actually, Blade came after, but it's the same shit. It's like, I'm part vampire, but I hunt vampires. Yeah. I'm torn, you know. They don't call him the Daywalker, but he's basically... He is the Daywalker. Yeah. And the designs are by the amazing Yoshitaka Amano, who is, of course, a legend. And, hot, you know, like, the, the influence of his designs in general in anime is pretty incalculable. But this movie was one of the reasons that 
he had such a broad influence because this movie, for whatever reason, probably because it's about vampires and vampires are sort of like they have vampires everywhere in most cultures, <laughs> certainly in European cultures where this movie ended up, you know, going broader than Japan. Yeah. You know, in Japan, it's not considered a classic or anything like it's just like, yeah, Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, because they had because they had a, a million other yeah, industry to prop um, up. But in the, U, in the U.S., it's somewhat seminal just because of the time in which it was released and its odd popularity coming on the heels of Akira and Ghost in the Shell. It was like, what's next? You know, for if you're an American, it was, okay, I've seen these, what's next? And Vampire Hunter D was one of the ones that just showed up. And there up. was a, I guess, sequel, another movie that was Bloodlust. Yeah. Yeah. That looks way better. It is good. Um, it's, it's good. It's a, it's a, it's another, I mean, yeah. that's on our paste list as well. Um, yeah, we're skipping around a little bit. We're going to be a little thematically driven for the next yeah. period of time. I, so this I, is... I think the original is better, um, but the, the new one looks better for yeah. sure. And they're both pretty good. They're both like good action horror tales. Um, so before we talk more about it, why don't we... We're going to look at the English trailer, and then we're going to look at the Japanese trailer because it looks way better and gives you more of an idea of... How good it yeah. looks. The dub is not. The dub. I mean, it's an great. old, old school it's dub. It's 80s as shit. The dub is what I would describe not as great, but more as hilarious. Right. So let's look at the English trailer from back in the day. So that was <laughs> soon to DVD is an old ass promo. That was the that was the eighties style like metal you know counterculture type promo. I like that they use like off off brand ministry music. <laughs> um, so that kind of gives you an idea of how it was marketed in the U.S. So let's look at the Japanese trailer, which isn't trans. You know, you won't be able to understand what they're saying, but you'll Unless see. Let's you speak Japanese. You'll see how good it looks. キクチヒデユキャラクターデザイン天野義孝監督明日豊美ツの才能が爆発するニューアニメの誕生ヴァンパイアハンターDヴァンパイアハンターDヴァンパイアハンターヴァンパイアハンターヴァンパイアハンター
uh, obviously coming from Yoshitaka Amano, but even the final product, they look real 70s. Even though this came out in the 80s, I think they were still sort of, they, they were into those elongated designs, you know, the Leiji Matsumoto yeah. type uh, Galaxy Express look. Um, but it's well worth checking out. I think it's been re-released at this point. It's remastered on Blu-ray. Um, yeah. There's The dub isn't on the Blu-ray, yeah. but oh. it's probably for the but best. Yeah. Uh, if you like 80s anime, I'd say it's well worth a, a shot. Or if you like vampires, and uh, or, or both. Or D, if you like D. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that might be something else, though. Um, so right. let's go to our question of the week, which is, what's your favorite horror movie of 2017? It's been a good year for horror movies. So far. So so the prep... You think it's going to take a turn for the worst? No, I mean, <laughs> there's just... The year's not over. Right. Um it's not even Halloween yet. There's going to be like four horror movies a week released for the next couple two weeks. Sweet. Um, so, Gil, before we get into this, uh, are you a horror fan? How much horror do you normally watch in your day to day? I mean, compared life? to you, no. I wasn't um, comparing you to me, but I would. That's never going to work out for you. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I mean, don't compare yourself to me. It's I not, try not to. That's not good for you. Yeah. Um, so just just talk about you. Uh, I would say I'm above average horror fan yeah. i don't i haven't seen everything is horror a part of your regular diet in a non-october month um yeah Tell i would say so I mean, it truth. definitely picks up more in the fall yeah it used to be more so because that's when horror movies horror sure. movies were more geared towards halloween releases yeah the season and now i feel like people are just since there's so much media everywhere no one's really worrying about like yeah having that hyper targeted window time yeah um so i think that would be the only real reason why I'm watching more horror movies year round. I think mm. naturally I'm more drawn towards it in the fall. Yeah. When the chill gets in the air and there's a spooky sound yeah, coming over the wind. Yeah, when you hear wind. the owls. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, have always been a horror fanatic uh, starting way back in the 80s when I was a ute. Uh, my friends and I used to get together and rent like five or six slasher movies usually but horror movies and right. just have all night uh like we would have a sleepover and just watch six horror movies in a row or whatever till the sun came up i like laughing at jump scare movies and the movies that actually scare me are more like real life based beyond just my own normal i was gonna craziness. say there's a lot that scares you good. but like in terms <laughs> of like a mostly realistic yeah. but slightly yeah twisted as opposed to just like yeah Blood splatter. I I doesn't really scare me. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm scared by many horror movies. I think I've seen too many. The the one or two that do scare me really get under my skin. But for the most part, yeah, it's more uncomfortable that for me than it is. (laughs) Or like comfortable. Yeah, like. Uh, And I love gore, so the gorier the better. Yes, I mean for me. Unfortunately, my my wife and daughter aren't super psyched with that since I like to watch horror movies in the morning sometimes. So they're coming downstairs, like getting ready for work or school, and there's blood curdling screams and people getting eviscerated. And they're like, Do you really have to? Is it better or worse if you're wearing headphones and all they do is see it? Uh, (laughs) I don't wear headphones in my house. Yeah, luckily I don't have to do that. Um, So let's talk about uh, it has been a good year for horror so far. Um, So let's talk about obviously, I'm just, I took the easy way out with my first choice because it's. It's definitely the most talked about and well-regarded horror movie that came out this year. 
They're saying it might even be up for um, an Oscar, which wouldn't surprise me, uh, just because of its social relevance to what's going on in the larger world this year. And that's, of course, Jordan Peele's Get Out. Um, you know, when a when a movie crosses over the way Get Out or It did to where it's part of a larger cultural conversation, um, that's a rare thing for a horror movie. Like, yeah. for two in a year, that's incredibly rare. Um, but, you know, Get Out just did something no horror movie had done before, which is sad to say, but basically just showed you how shitty it was to be a black person in some small, small way in, in our country. Um Mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, I, I think it's funny Jordan Peele talking about when he made the movie that um, people were telling him, well, like, this is the Obama era, man. I mean, like, is this even still a big deal? And he was like, man. <laughs> now he looks like incredibly prescient, but it was just, it's not like that, you know, the yeah, way the realities were, didn't change. Right. Just the lens through which people right. viewed. World. But it's also, you know, and I have to say, full disclosure, Some head will, head removal from Onassis. <laughs> uh, and I have to say, I'm not a big fan of Jordan Peele. Um, generally, le- no, <laughs> personally, I don't know. <laughs> personally, he's, he's a, a real dick, douche. but uh, no, I just like, I don't, I didn't like Key and Peele that much. I felt like it was pretty derivative of uh, other sketch comedy shows, and I'm a little hard on sketch comedy in general, but. Being um, a natural sketch comedian can be being yourself. so deeply versed in the ins and outs of sketch comedy. Um, but so I was very surprised that this was as good as it was. Um, just that he, somebody that you only knew for one thing. Just and had, for his first movie. Yeah. for I mean, and it's incredibly assured first movie. And so I've watched it probably three times, four times at this point, And. It really is an incredibly well-constructed movie on, like, ten different levels. It's pretty crazy in, ter- in terms of just symbolism, in terms of the plot progression. All the performances are great. It's just a very solid horror movie that's not gory, but is still scary. I mean, this, the idea of the sunken place where yeah. he, where the main character basically gets hypnotized and when they want him to not be able to move... Catherine Keener just says, now you're in the sunken place. And he just I don't know like, if he still has it, but Jordan Peele's pinned Twitter post was Trump up against Ben Carson. <laughs> now you're in the sunken place. Now you're place. in the sunken like place. Head to head. <laughs> pretty fucking great. Um, so I, I would say if you haven't seen it, uh, it works as both an, alleg- an allegory for race in America, but it also works great as just a plain old horror movie if you're not looking to get political um so check out the trailer which you've probably already seen but let's give you another shot at it you got your toothbrush check do you have your deodorant check do you have your cozy clothes got that what do they know i'm black should they you might wanna you know mom and dad my black boyfriend will be coming up this weekend i just don't want you to be shocked but he's Blackman. <laughs> I ain't never seen you like this before, bro. Meeting families, taking road trips. Don't come back all bougie, man. Come back, get your damn pants up to your damn stomach. <laughs> so you guys coming up from the city? Yeah, we're just heading up for the weekend. Can I see your license, please? He wasn't driving. I didn't ask who was driving. I asked to see his ID. Call me Dean and you're hungry, my man. So how long has this been going on, this this thing? (laughs) We hired Georgina and Walter to help care for my parents. 
When they died, I couldn't bear to let them go. Do you smoke in front of my daughter? I'm gonna quit. She'd take care of that for you. How? Hypnosis. I'm good, actually. Are you ready for this? I'm back in the beat. So look, I go do my research. Apparently, a whole bunch of brothers been missing in this suburb. But it's cool. Bro, how you not scared of this, man? Couldn't see no brother around here. Chris was just telling me how he felt much more comfortable with my being here. Get out. Sorry, man. Get out! Yo! Bros, we gotta go. Is everything okay? Bros, the keys. Just get the keys. I don't know where they are. Bros! Sink into the floor. Wait, 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 wait. Sink. Terrible thing to waste. Terrible thing to waste. If there's too many white people, I get Pretty awesome. Uh, I wonder if there'll be a get out again. Get out. <laughs> Still For real. Get out more. <laughs> uh, so next up is uh, this was a straight to video release uh, that came out earlier in the year. Um, and it was, uh, you know, people seem sharply divided on it. I don't quite know why, but I'm talking about The Void, uh, which is a heavily John Carpenter 80s horror movie influenced um, straight to video release uh, and so some people like horror buffs like myself really don't like it because they feel it's very derivative. Wait so you don't like it? No I do love it. Oh. Eddie Ray didn't like it for example. Just It's weird that it's like you either love that it's trying to sort of echo those Carpenter movies from the 80s yeah, or, movies, or movies like From Beyond or Reanimator like really gross special effects heavy um, monster movies from the 80s or you think it's completely derivative I loved it I watched it and then I watched it again the next day <laughs> that's how much I liked it um, but it basically is about um, well it's about a lot of things but essentially it's a movie where a bunch of people are trapped in a hospital and there's a cult surrounding it keeping them from getting out and inside the hospital one of the main surgeons has been experimenting with people trying to basically open a gateway into another dimension and he releases these disgusting creatures uh and so it's about this cop and a nurse trying to figure out how to basically stay alive it's very very gross it's very gory it has some great practical special effects um and it's very much trying to echo like i said a john carpenter movie uh i loved it so i hope they make more let's watch it Get far. I need hands up front for your stretcher. Where'd you find this guy? 
you a copy of code three and I need assist. That's a little misleading of a statistic. I mean, Is it? Maybe you're going into the hospital already almost dying and you just happen to be there. I don't know, but from my experience in hospitals, they're not the best place to be healthy. Um, so The Void, check it out if you're interested in gore, really, first and foremost. <laughs> uh, well, I am. I used to collect Fangoria magazine yeah. and stuff, so... Um, and then final, uh, my final choice is um, a movie that came out this year. It was in theaters for a very short period of time, but it was mostly a video release. It's based on a novel, <clears throat> and it's called The Girl with All the Gifts. Um, it was a pretty acclaimed book, and the movie's really, really good. It's about a future in which zombies have essentially taken over the world, uh, and there's a little bit of society left, and it's about a army base where they have kids who have been infected with the zombie virus and they're keeping them so that they can do experiments on them so they can try to figure out how to combat the virus and there's one girl who has the virus but she also but she is somehow able to retain her brain power and they're trying to figure out if this mutation is something that will help humanity or hurt them um, and a whole bunch of shit goes wrong, obviously. But uh, Glenn, Glenn Close is in it. It's got a really great cast. It's really well made. Uh, and it's, it's. I mean, you would think that they wouldn't be able to do anything new with the post-apocalyptic slash zombie movie thing anymore. But um, this is a great take on it. And uh, the girl who plays the main character is a terrific actress. So check out the trailer for Girl With All The Gifts. Shine. Come on, up you get. Transit. Hello, Dr. Caldwell. Hello, Melanie. Morning, class. Good morning, Miss Justina. Once upon a time, there was a woman. The most beautiful and amazing woman in all the world. No! You just touched her. Watch. No, please don't do that. They're only children. Stop it! One day, she was attacked by a monster. But then a girl came running up and killed it. 
and the woman said, Melody! You are my special girl, and I'll never let you go. She saved me, and you're still afraid of her? Yeah, and you should be too. I am producing a vaccine, and she is the main ingredient. What am I? Hope. That's what you are. I just want to live. Everyone wants that. She loves you. What the hell is this? The world is falling apart. You can save people, Melanie. You can save everybody. Oh, my God. What did you do? It was a um, pretty poorly marketed movie because I think they didn't quite know what to do. Like, do you pitch it to teens? Right. Or do you pitch it to, like, do you pitch it? It's more prestige horror than some other kind of horror. And it's just sort Not of. really a YA. Yeah, they didn't quite book. know what to do with it. It doesn't really fit into any easily defined sort of box. Um, but it's really good. Uh, I think you should watch it if you like post-apocalyptic movies or zombie movies or looking for kids movies or (laughs) kids movies or a horror movie with something to say and then i have a bonus pick um that i just watched a couple weeks back uh you just watched it too right Mm -hmm. yeah it's on uh, itunes just came out on uh home video uh and people are sort of raving about it and that is, of course, Super Dark Times is what it's called. And they are some fucking Super Dark Times. They are some Dark Times. This is more of a thriller. It's not technically a horror movie. I mean, you know, those two genres blur together. But basically this concerns a group of young men uh, who are sort of out being teenagers. And screwing around. around. Screwing around. And, they, and, a, and a horrible mistake happens. And then as they try to cover it up, that's when the Super Dark Times come. Um, but it's a really good suspense movie. It's kind of like it starts off almost as just like it's like a teen movie. It's yeah, like, it's like oh, it's Stand a- By Me. It takes place in the 80s. Yeah. Or and, I guess maybe early 90s. And it's, it's like Stand By Me. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden it's an incredibly dark it's horror movie. Run away from me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, it just came out on video. So check it out. I'm sure you're going to see it on some people's uh, top 10 list at the end of the year. So here's the trailer for Super Dark Times. Guys, my parents rented that movie, True Lies. I've watched that scene where she strips over and over and over. The Silver Surfer is the loneliest dude in the galaxy. I mean, the Punisher is pretty haunted. You have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Allison Bannister. Hi. Would you? I don't know. I like her. Yeah, I like her too. He's got a thing for me. I like you, Zach. She's hot, like Charlie's sister. Shut up. Oh my god. Yeah. Let me see that. Give it back. You want it? Come and get it. Stop. Stop. What did you do? What did you do? Do you remember Daryl Harper? I got a call from his mom. Guess he never came home last night. Did you see him at school today? Are you okay? There's just a lot going on right now. Tosh? 
We should go back. What? I don't know, but I just keep thinking of his mom. Don't go back there. You need to listen to no, me. No, you need to listen to yourself. You're scared all the time. If anyone asks, we're not friends. Great soundtrack by Ben Frost, uh, who who did an adult swim single. Nice. Um, so those are uh, my favorite, some of my favorites so far this year. Excellent yeah. list. Thank Way you. to not uh, box yourself in. Keep keep your options open for the rest of the year. I, I don't think that's so weird. <laughs> I mean, October, November, we still have three months yeah, left. Saying so far, like it's going to take a turn for the worst. Well, a whole bunch of bad horror movies could come out between now and then. You never know. Don't be so sure of yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like that. I don't know that to be true. Uh, <laughs> I have. People don't like you. What? Yeah. That's I'm not true. Sorry to break it to you. No, impossible. Yeah. Uh, first for me is Gerald's Game, based on the Stephen King novel. Uh, also known as we really need a better safe word than stop <laughs> or you really shouldn't use real handcuffs when fucking around. Um, this is Bruce Greenwood, that guy, and uh, Carla Gugino. The Googe, as I call her. <laughs> Love Carla Gugino. Uh, they are a married couple who are having some difficulties in their marriage and they go to a uh, beach house, lake house. Lake house. And... Um, in order to spice things up, uh, Gerald has come up with this role-playing fantasy and uh, takes some Viagra pills yep. and then things, things go, go a little sideways and he dies and she is stuck handcuffed to this bed and starts having visions and out-of-body experiences and uh, dealing with a lot of horrible shit and trying to survive handcuffed to a bed with your dead husband laying at your feet. Like you do. Just a to us. fun romp through yeah. Stephen King's fucked up mind. Uh, let's check out the trailer for Gerald's Game, which is on... I guess it is a Netflix movie. It's a Netflix yeah. original. Original. Yeah. Um, so fuck those guys. Let's check out this trailer. This is going to be good for us, Jess. Really good. That's a marriage, isn't it? Working on the difficult things. For better or worse. Let's go in. Get comfy. I bet you think your husband will be back any minute. Try to go for help. There's no one for miles. Gerald? I'm sorry, baby. You don't get to know my name. I don't like this. I'm serious. Stop. I don't like that. Stop it! Are you playing? Is this really what it takes these days? God, how do we go so wrong? We were happy once, weren't we? Gerald? What? What's happening? Gerald! Time to wake up, honey. 
five hours you've wasted screaming for neighbors that are half a mile away if they're even here yet. How long do you think someone lives without water? That will not work. You can pull to your wrists break. You're not getting out of those cuffs. Not real. You're not real. Little baby, don't say a word. Focus. You've been sleepwalking since you were 12 years old. That's a beautiful dress. He put you in those handcuffs way before Gerald did. You're all right, you're all right, Mom. You did everything you need to survive from the beginning. You just have to remember. Back off! If you don't wake up, you're gonna die. A Mike Flanagan film directed by, by Mike Flanagan. Yeah, like, yeah, we got it. I've seen Hush is actually his, yeah. his previous movie is a super messed up, great horror movie. The, uh, it's a stupid name, but it's it's uh, a great horror movie, yeah. though. Um, and this movie, it does a really good job of just giving her like a solid characterization, like her reason that she pulls through and has yeah. the will to do the incredible, horrible it's- thing she does at the end to get out of the handcuffs. Uh, is well laid out. Like, yeah, it, it's a good. It's a, it's like a one act play, but she's way. It's way more of a character study than that. Yeah, um, and for basically taking place handcuffed to a bed, a bunch of fucked up shit happens. Yeah, it's real good. Uh, second for me is Raw, which uh, came out this year. It premiered at Con last year, but it's still a 2017 movie. Yeah, from Julia Decarno. Uh, who made uh, the short Junior with the same woman. Um, And Raw is, she is a, like a wonderkin, uh, extra smarty pants girl who goes off to veterinary school, which is like the most fucked up veterinary school of all time. And they have all these crazy hazing rituals for the incoming freshman class. And they cover them in blood, which is this scene here. And they have them eat raw rabbit livers and her family is strict vegetarian and never has any meat at all. And she doesn't want to do it. Her older sister's there and sort of half makes her half sort of bullies her into doing it. And she has this crazy reaction in just an awful uh, body horror rash scratching scene. And there's a, a ton of crazy body horror. It's like a coming of age sexual awakening body horror movie so if that sounds appealing to you then uh you You should definitely check it out leaving out the part where she becomes a cannibal (laughs) i mean you didn't you didn't like that's like not to what i mean that's why anyone would watch the movie because they know what it's about so because she has (laughs) jason ruin gill's fucking spoiler free concerns never fail to amaze me she we were going to show it in the trailer. We're just building up to it. You had your section. Oh, now no one's going to watch the trailer because they know. Yeah. Now let's might as well play the trailer in a second and see what this movie's all about.
So yeah, it's pretty uh, bright. A light little cheerful, light little film about being a young person coming uh, coming to grips with your humanity and how to better eat that. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Eating raw rabbit liver wouldn't be a problem for me. I don't think raw chicken though. Woo. Yeah, that's a tough. There's a transition. scene in the movie where she eats just like raw a chicken, chicken breast. breast that's, it's, it's in just, the trailer. But that's what she's that, doing. For me, that's so much more gross than her eating human flesh. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't even. Can't handle it. Doesn't it. seem like it'd be good either. Like what raw chicken? Yeah. Like, no. I mean, it's, it's not, not even like bloody. bloody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like not going to really quench your bloodlust. Yeah. Well, whatever. when I'm when I hit my cannibalistic urges, sure. I found that chicken breast is not where I want to go. <laughs> uh, and last for me is it a fun little movie <laughs> that you may have seen <laughs> with a really scary member of the Skarsgård family. Skarsgård, Bill yeah. fucking Skarsgård. Um, as Pennywise and uh, some of his speech is actually Swedish, which is the most horrifying language to ever <laughs> hear. Um, this is also based on a Stephen King book. Sorry for the double dip, but I think when you're talking horror movies... It's just been, I mean, it's been a big year for Stephen King in general besides the dark tower yeah and this there's another there's a stephen king short story thing coming from i think it's amazon or hulu, I think it's hulu. there's also another stephen king netflix original that just appeared in 1922 that's mm-hmm. based on a short story of his turns out when you write a thousand <laughs> horror stories things, and books yeah. for horror yeah. and it makes a ton of money and yeah, get and out that. makes a ton of money that people are like oh yeah we got to get some of that stephen king money yeah and it, after I, making i mean other than there's been so many bad Stephen King. Stephen King. Yeah, I, but I think he. I actually think. Is, I actually think Stephen King adaptations get a bad rap. I mean, there's definitely more bad than good, but he's got at least there's at least ten Stephen King adaptation movies that are legit good movies. There's Carrie, Christine, right. Stand by Me, Shawshank Redemption, Shining. I mean, like you could. There's at least ten straight up classic movies that right. came from his. Stuff and then there's a thousand. There's, Sometimes they come back for yeah. you know and and uh, stuff like that. But Maximum Overdrive is a great movie. <laughs> but, um, or thinner, like there's a lot of yeah. there's a there's a bunch of good mid level kind of corny horror movies from his stuff too. And I the uh, cocaine the extra the cocaine co- the phase. cocaine phase where he didn't remember writing half of Tommyknockers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was. Surprised. That's when you know you're a prolific writer when you can <laughs> you write. Just wrote some shit you don't even remember. Yeah. So you're just like, oh yeah. I don't even remember what happened in that thing, man. I, I guess was, it also I knows was, you're a pretty I, huge. I was coked, coked out, out of my mind. Literally. <laughs> um, let's check out the trailer that uh, if you're one of the 50 million people who saw it on YouTube, have probably already seen. But if you haven't seen it, it's great. Check it out. There you go. She's all ready, Captain. Thanks, Billy. Disappeared six times the national average. 
And that's just grown-ups. Kids are worse. Way, way worse. If you're not scared of clowns, they do such a great job. I was going to say, yeah. I saw the movie and I wasn't scared, but I I have thought about the movie um, alone in my house and been scared. Yeah. And it's little creepy little kids, scary clowns. (laughs) It's like a a cornucopia of scary shit. But great. And the uh, sequel of the duology is coming out in uh, 2019, I think. Yeah. Uh, So those are some of our favorite horror movies of 2017 so far. Uh, let's check out the Adult Swim Facebook pics. Get out it, Mother. Mother, I, d- I did not I like didn't Mother. Care for Mother either. Split, I liked, uh, and The Void. Yeah. Uh, Split was good and turned out to be a sneak se- uh, prequel to uh, right. or sequel to uh, Unbreakable. And now they're going to do a Split Unbreakable crossover dual sequel. Like, yeah. yeah, can't wait because at the end of Split, you find out it's a tie-in. Um, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, I like Split. wasn't my one of my top three, but it was it fun. was fine. Yeah, it was, it was an, a, a fun watch. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's check out the Tsunami Facebook uh, horror picks. It Get Out Annabelle Creation, which I Annabelle think is Creation fun. is fun. Mother and Split. Yeah, Annabelle Creation was better than Annabelle. But um, yeah, and they do a good job of tying it into the overall that. mythos. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that, there's some sort of logic gaps that are present know. in any <laughs> B horror movie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not looking for logic uh, about a, a a ghost doll. I'm not too worried about logic. Demon. Doll. Gil Gil likes to things to yeah. I mean, just, you know, he likes logic. Just take an extra 20 minutes and write yourself yeah, out of just, it. Just, just exactly. Just make it make sense to Gil. Yeah. And then it's, not that it's fucking all fine. Hard. Um, I mean, it kind of is hard. Uh, so let's I talk about what's coming up this week. Uh, first up is our sneak peek of our promo for the Sam Jack Marathon. Yeah. Um, Sam Jack Marathon running this weekend. Yeah. We've shown the, we're sneak peeking the marathon. We've shown the promo before. We're sneak peeking the marathon. Well, 
talking about it. It's not really sneak peek. It's more of a repeat. We're just showing like we you do with the very few of the things we actually show in the sneak peek or sneak. We're showing you uh, the promo again. So here, Which watch is how it. we do the super topicals too. Watch it again. Samurai Jack is back on the attack. For one night only, we're showing every episode of Samurai Jack's epic final season, back to back to back. Catch all the blood, sweat, and steel in the climax of Jack's war against Aku. The Samurai Jack Grand Finale Marathon starts Saturday at 11. I hope you gave me save my life! You can rely on the Samurai. And then uh, starting Saturday night at 11 p.m., those of you who are OG Toonami fans will be excited to know that we're doing our next Total Immersion event called Countdown. It doesn't start till the next week. This next week, whatever. Yeah, they'll figure it out. And uh, This actually is a sneak peek. <laughs> pedantic Gill strikes again. Uh, being accurate. Countdown, yeah, accurate or pedantic. Take your pick. Uh, Countdown, people have asked, is it a sequel to... Uh, Lockdown. Lockdown, and it is not. And it's not a sequel to Trapped in Hyperspace. It's a new original story written by ourselves and Brendan Fletcher, who wrote the last couple uh, years of uh, Total Immersion events. He's a great comic writer. You should check out his work. Uh, and this is the official... Is this the promo or the teaser? This is this the, the promo. This is the official trailer for Countdown. Check it out. Hopefully you guys will enjoy that. Uh, that's going to be four parts starting next week. And then coming up next, we have a promo for Dragon Ball Super, episode 39, which will be next Saturday at 11 p.m. So let's check that out. On the next all-new episode of Dragon Ball Super. Interesting. I wasn't sure that would work. I need to know, contestant. Can you still compete? Dragon Ball Super, next Saturday at 11. All right, Heat, finish him quickly! I want to wrap this thing up and get my hands on that earth! Only Toonami on Adult Swim. It's going to be a good Saturday. Yeah. Um, Do you want to introduce the next one, Gil? Yeah, so this is a friend of the show... Backbone of Toonami voice talent Dana Swanson, voice of Sarah, doing a mobile on the move ish piece. Uh, she's moving. Yeah, she's mobile. she's she's mobile. Uh, and looking at taking a deep look into the world of amusement parks and specifically the dark underbelly of fast passes. Are they worth the hype? Sounds interesting. Uh, so we're here to ask the tough questions on Toonami Pre-Flight, <laughs> and luckily Dana is here to give us the tough hard answers. answers. Yeah. So let's check it out. Hey, everybody. I'm here today with a real-life game called Fast Passing. Um, so amusement parks are not for everybody, but they are really fun for dummies like me that like roller coasters. You were on the Dahlonega Mine Train. This is the gateway drug for Six Flags Over Georgia roller coasters. 
For Chris's birthday, we went to Atlanta-ish. Is Six Flags Over Georgia? Fancy, fancy. I mean, I used to go there as a kid. Might as well go as an adult. I used to have nightmares of this as a kid, and I would refuse to ride it. And now I just throw the mind bender, and I can't wait to ride it again. That's what it's like being an adult. We're there during the very spooky fright fest, which normally there's body parts in fountains and blood and stuff, but not this year. I don't know what happened. We also went through some weird scare zones, where it, it just was. I was more scared of the other people there. Yeah, I gotta go. As a splurge, I got us both things called fast passes or flash passes, which is what they're called here, uh, and the platinum edition. Kind of feel like this is what happens when. You're in your 30s and 40s and don't have any kids, and so you just do really dumb stuff. You're just trying to fill time before death. So we filled it with this Tamagotchi. So every theme park that does fast passing is a little bit different.、Um, at this place in particular, they let you reserve a time that you'd like to go on a ride. You can only reserve one at a time, so that got a little weird. You couldn't like fully plan your day. Basically, as soon as you got on a ride, you could. Uh, want to go to the next one? So we did some pretty fun stuff. We got to like Tamagotchi our way to the front of Monster Mansion and skip a whole line. There's parts of this ride I used to hide from as a kid, so I don't know if I'm gonna do it. Skipped a whole line and a bunch of other rides. Rode just about everything. When you are able to go on a ride, your pocket, like your little Tamagotchi、uh, fast pass, vibrates. So we're about to go on the Batman ride. We didn't have to deal with as much waiting as people normally deal with, so it was cool. Definitely didn't feel the sting of it until I looked at my bank account. So if the whole time is money thing is accurate, we didn't have to blow our whole day at a theme park. Even though we did get stuck on the Scream Machine,、uh, we're on the Great American Scream Machine, which is probably the oldest roller coaster at Six Flags Over Georgia, and, and it's just stuck. We're just sitting here. They serve frozen Powerade on this ride. This is, I guess, why people don't do roller coasters too often, because then you become old. But、uh, I guess we got on really fast, and we just got stuck. So to compare this to、um, other video games、uh, and things that may be presented on mobile in the move,、um, I consider waiting in line at a theme park to kind of be like grinding. Like you, it's all about the journey. It's about the experience. You're listening to some of your favorite songs. You're talking to people, and then、uh, fast passing is kind of like the speed running version. You have to get really good at it to go through super fast. Or in this case, lose a lot of money to go through really fast. Hopefully, you just have a friend that works there that can just hook you up. I also really worried about losing the thing because, like, you have to pay for it as a deposit. I also didn't know what half the rides were before we like actually could physically look at them. So, reserving a slot, you may reserve a slot and then be like, "Oh, what's that over there? Let's come back to it." A little weird. Also, I messed up my neck, so now my new mobile on the move game is looking for a chiropractor while I travel. Back to you guys. Ow. Yeah, my feeling on that kind of thing is always like it's a ripoff no matter what you do. So I just always pay the extra for even、yeah. the appearance of convenience, even if it's not true. That's I'm true. Like,、yeah. I'm like, what gets me faster? Yeah, that's fine. It's extra fifty bucks. I don't care. Like, 
since I was a child. That's how I've dealt with that. Like, even if it's a yeah. lie, I'm just like, is it faster? Yes. Okay. Does it make me feel like I'm? Yeah. In any is any part of this going to get me through the shit faster than anyone else? I'm in. Yeah. That may be more about me than uh, their scam. I think uh, it's they're just preying on your uh, natural desire yeah, to not to not wait around. Not wait around. Um, so. Finally, we have this week's Adult Swim single, which was released on Wednesday. And this is a big one for us. Uh, this week's Adult Swim single is a song called Only Once Away, My Son by Brian Eno, the legendary Brian Eno, and the legendary Kevin Shields from My Bloody Valentine. So uh, I know we do a lot of rap and a lot of artists that are lesser known, but we figured it was time for a shot of two big names. So you get that. Uh, it's a pretty great track. You should go to adultswim.com slash singles and check it out, as well as the last 27-odd weeks of releases we've given you. Uh, and we'll be doing this all the way through next May. It's a straight year of free music. So, again, that's adultswim.com slash singles. So let's have a little sample of this song by Brian Eno and Kevin Shields. big Kevin Shields fan and a Brian Eno fan so I was very excited we got that track hopefully you guys feel the same I feel the same and uh, that's it for this week's installment of Toonami Preflight hopefully have, next week you'll be back and see whatever the yeah. fuck we have come a up with. happy Halloween safe drive slowly watch for the children and all that shit <laughs> see ya Toonami every Saturday night from 11 to 3 30